Welcome to the LYC Podcast. We are a youth community that believes in loving people and meeting them where they are. Our desire is that through this message, God's love for you is confirmed, your hope in Jesus is renewed, and your faith is awakened. Twelve twenty-six, Proverbs twelve twenty-six, and we're in this battle ready series. Uh, still, we've been talking about the fundamentals. How do we live a strong? Christian life, so we are battle ready. Uh, you can be the most spiritual person in the world. You can have all the spiritual gifts and know how to talk in tongues and all the mumbo jumbo. And but if you don't have fundamentals, someone say fundamentals, fundamentals. you won't make it. And so we've been talking every week about different fundamentals, and I want to talk tonight about the importance of slash the power of relationships. I want to read you this verse, Proverbs twelve twenty six. Uh, the book of Proverbs is written by a guy named Solomon. Other than Jesus Christ, he is, according to the Bible, the wisest person to ever live. So when, when we read Proverbs, we're not only reading the inspired word of God, we're reading wisdom. Th- this man, the Bible says in his day that rulers and leaders would come from across the earth to just sit and listen to his, him talk, sit and listen to his wisdom. And so we're listening to wisdom tonight from Solomon. And here's what he says. The righteous, they should choose his or their friends carefully for the way of the wicked leads them astray. Again, we're talking tonight about the power of relationships. Matter of fact, the title of the sermon is this. It's the crew. If you got notes, you can write that down. You can put it in your notes. You can just write the crew. Someone say the crew. Come on, you got to say it loud and proud. Say the crew. crew. Okay, so here's what Solomon says. Solomon says, a righteous person. In other words, someone who is desiring to live godly. Now, just quick poll across the room by a show of hands. How many of you would say you're not perfect, but you have a desire to follow God and live in his ways? Just show of hands. Okay, so that's a lot of people. So, So Solomon goes, anyone who's righteous or desires to follow God and live in his ways... They should choose their friends carefully because they know the way of the wicked leads them astray. I've got got three thoughts for you tonight in seven minutes and 52 seconds. Write this down, number one, that uh, you choose your friends. Look at the person next to your table and just say, you choose your friends. Come on. You determine. You choose your friends. So often we live with, with, with a mentality. So often we, we live maybe not even realizing it. In, in a world that we allow our friends to choose us. We, we, we have friendships and we have relationships, a lot of them by proximity. Ah, we've been best friends forever. Why? Well, because we grew up together, because we do dance together, because we're on the same soccer team, because we're in the same co-op. And so often our life is lived in relationships that are chosen for us. Maybe they didn't necessarily say, I I choose you, but rather than being people that we intentionally choose and determine relationship, we allow relationship to just happen. And here's what the Bible says. If you want to live godly, if you want to live righteous, you have to be someone who determines your friends. Number two, write this down, second thought, and it goes along with this. You determine your friends, but number two, your friends determine your character. Your friends determine your character. Proverbs 13, 20 says this, that he who walks with wise men, someone say walks, he who walks with wise men will be wise. You notice how definitive that is? The person who walks with, let's translate, godly people. The person who walks with people who have character. 
the person who lives life with people who are following God and who have an aim and ambition to please him and serve him, they will become the same way. But a companion of fools suffers much harm. In other words, what the Bible tells us is that your friends, your relationships, they determine the character you have. Ah, uh, no, not me, Pastor Brandon. Like for sure, definitely not me. First uh, Corinthians 15, 33, one of my favorite verses in the Bible be, because it speaks to you and I and, and this thing in us that says, I know better than God. Paul writes, do not be deceived. Have you ever got tricked? You ever got fooled before? The Bible goes, don't be deceived. Now, just quick question. Why would the Bible say do not be deceived? Because God knows we will have a temptation to live in deception. No, 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 Brandon, like I, you don't understand. I'm, uh, I've been, I grew up in church. Um, I'm part of a great homeschool co-op. Um, I only watch the Disney Channel and I only listen to 91.9 Christian music. Like I would never, because don't, don't be deceived. Evil company always corrupts good character. Evil company will corrupt. It will, it will spoil. It will change good, good character. See, and what, what, what we have to realize is that we have to be people that we choose our friends. We have to be people that we, we determine the relationship that we give ourselves to because relationship always determines character. Whether it's true right now or it'll be true in two months, three months, f- five months, two, two years, you, like a mirror, you will reflect the people you, you, you live life with. And, and, and lastly, number three, you can write this down with four minutes and 30 seconds left. But it's your character that really de- de- determines your future. God's got a great plan for you. For, like, for sure, he does, 100%. Well, you know, God works all things together for the good of those who love him. Yeah, that's, that's true. But, but one of the things the Bible teaches us is that we're supposed to be living life where we allow God to lead our steps. Did, did you know that you don't get anywhere like teleported? Like I, I don't know nobody with the spiritual gift of teleportation. Like, well, um, it's cool that I'm, that I'm living this way, thinking this way, acting this way now, but one day I'm gonna really be a man of God, a woman of God that fulfills God's plan for my life. It, it, it only happens by steps. That's why the Bible says God's given us his word and it's like a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. See, relationships are so much bigger of a deal than, than you and I think because it's so deceptive. It's so sneaky. We, 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 we don't even realize that a lot of times how the relationships we have, good or bad, how they begin to shape our character. Character determines the steps that we take, the way we live life, the actions that, that we, 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 we think are acceptable, the, the, the words we say, the decisions we make. And little by little, your character, it will determine your future. With three minutes left, I have a quick story I want to tell you. Um, this, this subject for me is, is one that I'm incredibly passionate about because this subject for me is one that, uh, that I, I've lived in real life on both sides. Uh, many of you know I am a pastor's kid, uh, so I grew up in church my whole life. Uh, born in, born on Saturday, in church on a Sunday. Been to every camp, every conference. Been to every youth group, church meeting. I know all the like. I'm, I'm the pastor's kid, right? I'm, I'm a good Christian kid. And, and anybody, uh, but besides for me, like even though you've had seasons where I don't really know if I'm like want to be fully in, engaged and like following God, you still know on the inside, right and wrong. You, you know, 
Have you ever said to yourself, like, I'll never cross that line before? Like, I'll, okay, like, I'm, I, I, I know that, you know, maybe not all the way leaning in, but I would never fill, fill in the blank. That, that was me. And I remember seventh grade, we, we moved to a new city, and the only thing I wanted, someone say only. The only thing I wanted, we moved to a brand new city, seventh grade year, brand new middle school, and I literally, I remember driving to school saying this, I just don't want to eat lunch alone. I just don't want to eat lunch alone. I just don't want to eat lunch alone. And, and so already I determined, I, I'm just, I'm looking for a relationship. And because I only have one minute and 45 seconds left, I'll spare you all the details. But friends found me. Seventh grade, eighth grade, by ninth grade year, I was doing things. Seventh grade me would have, would have swore, I would never do that. I was in environments that I, I, I swore I'll never be in that kind of environment. I, I, I was exposed to things and giving myself to things that it's like literally only maybe like five years ago that randomly I'm like, hey, mom. So like, can I tell you some stuff? Just, I just feel like I need to like, I don't know, tell you like what I was actually doing in ninth grade when you thought I was just hanging out at someone's house. Like it, it changed me. And, and going, going into 10th grade year, my parents, uh, they sat me down and said, hey, Brandon, so we're moving from South Carolina to, or from Southern California to South Carolina, from LA to Fort Mill. I never even heard of Fort Mill. Like one of my questions was, do they have internet there? Do they, do they have mail there? Like, where are you taking me? Is this like a little house in the prairie? Where are we going? And I remember we were sitting at, at a diner, and I told my mom and dad, I, I said, well, you guys have fun. I'm going to live with my grandma, with grandma and papa. Like you, like, you have fun. I'm not going. But, but as we drove there, as we took the road trip from L.A. to South Car- Carolina, I'm pausing this because I'm, I'm going to be a little over on time. Just, just we'll, we'll see. We've made 15 minutes is the new goal. But as, as we drove from L.A. to South Carolina, I, I remember driving in the car, I remember thinking, I don't want to be the way I am anymore. Even though I, I've never articulated this or told this to anybody, I'm honestly kind of ashamed and embarrassed of the person that I've become. Thanks a lot, guys. We get it. Um, can you imagine if we start doing like on Sunday mornings when like Pastor Gil's preaching? It's like time, time, it's like <laughs> ushers will kick you out. Um, but I remember driving, like, I'm, like, I'm, I'm embarrassed. Like, I, don't, I don't want to be this person. And, and I, I didn't even know the Bible verses, but here, here's what I knew. If my friends don't change, I won't change. You, you know what's so interesting is that God will give you opportunities to, to change, but the opportunities often come with the decision that you have to change. Fast forward the tape, three, three four years later, I'm in South Carolina. I know absolutely nobody I'm in a brand new state across the country and school's approaching. And again, here's one of my, one of my thoughts. I just don't want to eat lunch alone. Like, I, I, I just do not want to be, like, I don't want to, like, I, I don't want to be a loner. And um, I happened to meet a guy across the street. He said, hey, man, like, dude, you should totally come over and hang out. Like, some, some, some friends are coming over. He was in my grade. He offered to give me a ride to school. I'm like, bingo, I've got friends. Thank you, Jesus. I won't be alone my whole life. I have friends now. And I'll, I'll nev- never forget this. Um, we were in, in the garage, and they closed the garage door, and out came alcohol and, and weed. Two things that, that I had been exposed to and participated in that I'm like, I, like, I, I don't, I don't want to be this person anymore. And I, I just knew in a moment, 
if you don't get up and leave, if you don't make a decision, if you don't, if you don't choose right now to change, to, to not go, you, you actually won't change, you will get further. And, and I remember making up some lame excuse, getting up out of the garage, walking across the street and walking into my house, knowing that I might not have anyone to sit with at school. I might, I might not have the friends that I want right now, but God, I will not allow more relationships to change my character and, and distort the purpose you have for me. So, so what did I do? I, I started like just giving myself to, to this place, actually. I, I just started start giving myself to the house of God. What, what, what's an environment where you can generally find people who are like at least trying to pursue Jesus? It's, it's God's house. It's one of the reasons the Bible says this in Hebrews chapter 10. Do not forsake the assembling of yourselves together. As many will do in the last days, don't you do it because you need the assembly. You need the gathering to keep stirring you up on the inside. And um, please don't judge me for being judgmental. But one of my struggles was a lot of the people in our youth group were like kind of nerdy. And I was like, oh man, like I don't like I don't even like I don't even know what these people are into. Like I don't even get that stuff. Ah. But but I just had this determination on the inside. God, no, no, no. I'm gonna give myself to 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 to, to the right crew. I'm, I'm gonna give myself to the right place and to the right people because God, I might not be who I want to be. I might not be right now internally the 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 man with character that I know you've called me to be. But I know that relationships they change everything. And I will tell you firsthand, over the course of the next three years, sophomore, junior, senior year, it was the relationship. It was not the preaching. It was not the teaching. It was not the worship. It was the friendships. It was the relationships. It was the people that God surrounded me with, and I made a decision to step into that changed my life. I, I was not a perfect man at all. But, but I can remember thinking my senior year, God, I'm so glad that I'm, I'm at least arm's reach away from I know what you've called me to and not a million miles away at sea. I'd like to echo one more time before we close just the words of Paul. Don't be deceived. Don't be deceived. Do not be deceived. Bad company always corrupts good character. If we had time, I'd do this illustration. Um, I know it's a good illustration because uh, Christy Copley, uh, Kimberly's sister, um, quoted someone else for doing the illustration. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. That's my illustration. Back from when you were in like seventh grade, you still remember it. But if, if, if like I were to you know, get up on this table and, and, and let's just say you know, Isaac Shaw is, is you know, on the ground and I tried to pull him up and he was trying to pull me down. Who do you think has the upper hand there? It's him, him all day long. It is so much easier to be pulled down than to pull someone up. And, and, and the reality is we live with this false sense, so many of us. Nah, and it's like, you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm like the light of my circle, bro. So it's like, you know, I'm, I'm like, I'm, well, you, you're not helping anyone. You're deceiving yourself. You are not God. You are not the Holy Spirit. We, we are followers of Jesus that must submit ourselves to God's word and take heed when the Bible goes, oh, come on. Like you want to fulfill God's plan? Choose your friends carefully. For he who walks with wise men will be wise, but a companion of fools will suffer harm. Oh, don't be deceived, my son. Bad.
We hope you've been inspired by this word. To help awaken your faith on a regular basis, subscribe now so you can be alerted when we have a new message. Thank you so much for listening.